Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome. This is Dr. Kevin Christie with another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. Today, I'm bringing you an interview I did with Sam Carlson of 25th West. He's a digital marketer. He's in the online space. He's not a chiropractor, but he's working with a lot of chiropractors and a lot of healthcare professionals. This was a video interview that we did, and this will be part of the Business and Marketing Virtual Summit that's going to be launching on November 14th and 15th. And so I'm going to actually give you the link now. The landing page will be is up and running and ready to register. This is free to register. You can go to bit.ly, so that's bit.ly slash Modern Cairo Summit, and you can register there for free. You'll just be able to watch it during that 14th and 15th of November. It'll drip out. We've got 10 presenters, myself included, so nine others. If you were part of our first one, it's going to be a similar uh, setup, but a little bit different this time around. The first one was, if you weren't part of that one, was just around marketing. This one's around business and marketing. And so we have a marketing track, which includes myself talking about developing a content marketing strategy. Uh, We've got Joel Weldon, who is going to speak about using public speaking in your practice. He's a Hall of Fame public speaker. Uh, We've got Pablo Blanco, who's doing, he's with Avinmed, doing a lot of my marketing in my practice. And he's got, we're going to go over the 360 online presence audit. John Morrison, five essentials of story brand, story-based marketing. Sam Carlson, what you're going to hear now. We have Dr. Brandon Steele of ChiroUp, who's going to be talking a lot about patient education to improve clinical outcomes and patient retention. And then we also have the business track, which is going to be Shannon Waller of Strategic Coach, and that'll be developing your unique ability. We have Christine Odell discussing cash flow and marketing budget. Emily Morgan of Delegate Solutions, and the topic of her presentation is how your company can run itself. Uh, I watched that presentation already, been going through all these, and uh, that's a really good one too, because that's one of, one of the things I'm really trying to do is have a self-managing practice, a self-managing business, and she's going to touch on that. And we also have Kim Butler, who is my coach at Strategic Coach, but she's also a financial coach, a financial person, and she's going to talk about 10 mistakes entrepreneurs make with their money. And so with these 10 presentations, you're going to get business and marketing. And again, it's free to register. And that link is bit.ly slash modern Cairo Summit. Also, if you are a Chiropractic Success Academy member, whether you are now or you decide to sign up before the 14th, you will have free access, free upgrade to lifetime access to the videos. The summit is free, uh, but there's the upgrade options. And so you'll get that included as a CSA member. You also get included the one that we did back in March and then the one we'll do next year as well. So all of the CSA members get free lifetime access to these videos and presentations. If you want to check that out, you can just go to bit.ly, bit.ly slash your CSA circle, and that'll get you to that one. So, all right, this is a video interview that we stripped the audio down. So this is a good example of repurposing content if you are out there creating content for your practice. And I'm going to give you the audio version of the interview that uh, Sam Carlson and I did. Very, 
very bright mind, doing a lot of great things for a lot of healthcare providers. So I know you'll get a lot out of this one, as well as the other presentations during the summit. All right, welcome to the virtual summit around business and marketing today. I'm bringing you uh, Sam Carlson of 25th West Marketing, and we're going to dive into a lot of good information today. You know, we haven't met in person, but we feel like we know each other a little bit through the digital age of connecting on Facebook and other other platforms. So, uh, before we dive into the meat and potatoes of it, tell us a little bit about your yourself and your company and what you're doing for chiropractors. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool to be able to use Facebook, all the other cool digital stuff we got and meet people. Yeah. Again, we've not met, but uh, yeah, I see some of the stuff that you guys are doing, that you're doing. And um, I think it's really cool. So myself personally, so I own a digital marketing agency Mm -hmm. and it's called 25th West. And we help not only chiropractors, but we help, we call it medical marketing. So chiropractors, uh, regenerative medicine clinics. Mm -hmm. Um, We help some dentists and orthodontists as well. So um, pretty much medical though. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the bulk of our clients are chiropractors and integrated clinics. That's kind of where we found a good foothold and we provide a lot of value there. So 25th West is myself Mm -hmm. and then my partner. Okay. Right. So I, I learned early on business that I'm not good at a lot of things. (laughs) Like I own a digital marketing agency, but I'm not that technical. Yeah. But what I am good at is, relationships, sales copy, sales copy is where I have spent a lot of my time. And then just the overall conversions. Right. Mm -hmm. And then my partner, Jacob, uh, it's funny. I mean, that guy probably has forgotten more Mm -hmm. about the Facebook ads platform and Google AdWords and YouTube ads, as far as the technical side, Mm -hmm. than most people ever learn about it. One of the things that he said to me that is really, it rang true the second I heard it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Hey, Sam, before you ever get to talk to a person, you have to be able to talk to the computer. Yeah. So he's really great at talking to computers. I'm good at talking to people. So we're kind of like the dynamic duo. We don't let him out of the basement very much because <laughs> he's, he's not great at talking to people. Yeah. But anyway, it's complimenting. I don't try and be amazing at that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the strategy, I say, Hey man, this is what works in the real world. Let's mm-hmm. apply that and build strategies around that. So far as uh, online marketing is concerned, yeah. no, so that's kind of together, and and that's that's why Twenty Fifth West is pretty awesome. We've had a good foothold yeah. for the last couple of years. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean a lot of people ask me all the time. It's like all these different one-off aspects of, of marketing, and I'll be honest with them: is like I'm not an expert in that, you know, and I'll I'll guide them to the people that are. And so that's why I try to do these virtual summits as well and bring on other experts because I I know I don't know it all. And right. so I try to bring the information to chiropractors so then they can kind of consume it and then at a certain point be able to delegate it out to the experts. You know, if, if it is Facebook that they need, then they know where they can go to. So just trying to get that information out there. So tell our audience what we're going to dive into today. I'm, I'm excited about the topic, but tell them what yeah. we're going to talk about and then we'll go from there. There's a problem right now in digital marketing and we don't not jump into the negative. However, so... There's a concept called direct response marketing. Mm-hmm. And as a copywriter, I'm all about direct response marketing. I love being able to write an ad or write a long form sales page and convert people right on the spot. Mm-hmm. But with a noisy newsfeed, with Facebook replete with ads, yeah. there's a problem. 
what we're going to talk about today is something I call brand response marketing. Okay. Right. So it's not direct response. It's brand response. Brand response is what precedes direct response. Okay. And there's right and wrong ways to do this. But if we can buy into one premise, mm-hmm. and that is that people buy or relate to those they know, like, and trust, mm-hmm. if that's the case, if, that, if we can agree on that one thing, why would that be different online? Yeah. And so brand response marketing reverse engineers mm-hmm. that one principle, that one idea. Of the know, like, and trust? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a big aspect of people failing to realize with, uh, let's just take Facebook marketing. We can apply this to other kind of vehicles that you would say in Instagram and such, but they think of Facebook marketing as purely lead generation, right? It's like getting leads, getting leads, getting leads, but you're, you're basically saying there's, there's a lot more to it. And I agree with you on that. Yeah. Well, and not only am I saying that, People are, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're a chiropractor symptoms are what happened after the event, the thing, right? So right now people are noticing symptoms of, Hey, my ads aren't working like they were before. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting the same quality of patients, all these things. These are symptoms, Mm -hmm. right? And they're symptoms of a Facebook ads platform that has been used and abused, which is really funny. I mean, if you look, I, I think in the beginning of 2017, Every year, Facebook puts out best practices for marketing. Yeah, I remember uh, reading earlier this year, if you want to be doing this the right way, what we want to see is you putting out very niche-specific content to help people in advance. Yep. But what marketers do, I mean, marketers ruin everything, as you know. Yeah. Right? What marketers do is we're like, dude, what is the shortest shortcut mm-hmm. to getting you know somebody in that can fog up the mirror? That's not a way to grow your business. So that's a problem. And brand response marketing is, you know, the hope is, and we're seeing some amazing results with it. And we've seen it over the last year that it can change that. Absolutely. You know, you're just getting yourself out there in a way. And one of the things I like about it too was uh, historically within chiropractic, people would always talk about referrals were the number one resource of new patients, which we can agree on. But traditionally, it had to be someone that actually came into your office or you physically had met at an event or something that would then refer a friend or family member in. What I'm seeing a lot with social media done well and with content marketing, you know, applied to a really good strategy is you're starting to get word of mouth referrals from people that actually have never met you, never stepped place in your business, never heard of you other than what your presence online has been. Are you seeing that with some of your, your clients? Absolutely. We actually call it the barbecue test. Okay. okay. I like this. Go and, ahead. and the idea of the barbecue test is, so Kevin, if you were my client and we were starting today, yeah, our goal should be here. It's fall now, winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Our goal should be when the next summer comes as barbecue season, mm-hmm. people always either talk about the amazing things they're doing or how bad their life is. And yeah. so when people are talking about their migraines or their low back pain or whatever it is, Somebody pipes up and goes, oh, man, you got to see my guy or my gal, whatever it is, because they're amazing. They can help you. Yet that person has never been in to see you. So if your marketing will motivate a person to the point to where they will refer you like they would refer a good movie they saw or refer a good restaurant because, you know, they're like, man, that was amazing. Then you're doing it right. So you got to pass the barbecue test. If your marketing doesn't pass then people are actually going to do the opposite. 
Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, oh, don't go. Whatever you do, don't go to this guy. Yeah. So, yeah, the barbecue test, man. I like that. I like that. That's good. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think it's something that's substantially growing for chiropractors. They do it right. And and it's just an amazing weapon to have as far as your, your marketing. Um, I, I like how you mentioned brand response. I, I want to break down you mentioned it, but I want to break it down a little bit more direct response marketing for our audience out there. Most of them are going to be chiropractors. Traditionally, you're, you know, you're trying to get a a direct response. That's why it's called that. Um, What are some of the strategies within the direct response realm that you're doing that's helping with that specifically? We can't grow our businesses Mm -hmm. off of hopes and dreams. At some point we do need to ask for a direct response. We need, Mm -hmm. we need to ask for a lead. But there is one thing that you need to understand. So if we look at a pie, and Chet Holmes, I think, said it best, and whether the numbers, how close he is on the numbers, I don't know, but my experience has kind of proven this correct. If you look at a pie at any given moment in your audience, okay, you've got however many people in it, 3% are actively in the market for your product or service. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's an additional 6 to 10% that will be in the next, like in a time frame, in the next uh, 60 to 90 days. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is with direct response marketing, everybody's fighting over that 3%. 3%. And so what will happen is like they have these cycles of, you know, hey, it works for two months. We turn it off. It stopped, you know, because it wasn't working. And then we wait a month or two and all of a sudden, boom, it's working again. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's because of this audience replenishing. So when it does come to direct response, there's a couple of things you want to do. First, mm-hmm. you want to be building value into that 60, 90 day office, that six to 10%. Okay. Right? You want to be bringing them from where they're at. And then when they get to that 3%, mm-hmm. they see you as the person that is, you know, credible positioned as the expert. Okay. Then, then you don't have to fight over money and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then the next thing is, Another direct response. So direct response means to me a direct behavior. Mm -hmm. So what is the behavior you want them to do? Specifically for spinal decompression, that's something I really like to market for. Okay. And the reason is, is because spinal decompression, and this works for anything, Mm -hmm. is really good with surveys, like questionnaires. I've been talking about surveys and questionnaires. I don't know if I'm the original chiropractic marketer survey, you know, grandfather, I don't know, but we've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. I see a lot of people out there using our surveys. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's good because when it comes to getting a direct response, if you can position yourself as asking questions first, mm-hmm. who asks questions? Experts. Yes, for sure. And so then once you've done that, you've kind of positioned yourself. And then after that, you say, Hey, by the way, here's an offer. Gotcha. Okay. So if I am in the direct response arena, mm-hmm. I like to kind of frame it that way where I'm like, Hey, still positioning myself as, Hey, let me see if I can help you with your problem. Yep. Right. Yep. Make sure it's a fit first. Yep. And then, you know, okay. Hey, you know, here's what we'd like to offer you, whatever the thing is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's perfect. And then, so we got direct response on one end and then, you know, a lot of people would use the term brand awareness. And then you're obviously merging those two things in. Is that so that you can kind of get that potential patient through that life cycle, you know, go from the cold to warm to hot, and then be able to get them in a situation where they hear the direct response component of it, and then they are compelled to schedule an appointment? Am I getting that correctly? Yeah, it is. And so the reason I don't call it brand awareness is because my money that we spent on brand response 
Mm-hmm. I want to spend it on people that behaviorally indicate they're responding. Yep. For example, mm-hmm. let's say a brand response campaign has to do with, and I call them watch me do campaigns. And I'd like to put four different watch me do campaigns. Okay. okay? And the objective in those is to demonstrate, create interest and create curiosity. Mm-hmm. So if I can have four videos that demonstrate four different either adjustments or protocols or, or whatever, and I can measure objectively, mm-hmm. hey, people watched 100% of that video. Yep. That means something to me, mm-hmm. right? That means that, hey, I should probably spend more money on them. And then I shouldn't spend as much money on the people that are consuming less than 10 seconds. So brand response is all about like, I mean, technology is amazing. You know, we don't have to like send out mailers. There's a lot of people that will spend good money chasing bad objectives. And this brand response is all about being smart with your money and getting the most bang for your buck. And that's what's exciting because I think we both have probably learned from similar people back, you know, the wild west of marketing in the 90s with direct response, Dan Kennedy and all those guys. It was really hard to measure the effectiveness of direct response other than Obviously, you know, sales is, is, a, is a key indicator, but now you can do it in such a way where you can measure it during that life cycle. Like you said, it's, and Facebook's amazing to where if you do a video view campaign, they're going to put it in front of people that tend to watch videos. That's what's cool is like, for me, I don't tend to watch a lot of videos, so I might not be someone they target in their algorithm to th- show videos to versus... I may be more prone to click on an article, that, a, a link that's an article. Right. So you're going to optimize for that. So that's what's, I just want to get the essence for our audience of like how amazing Facebook can be, how detailed it can be, and why folks like you are out there monitoring this and kind of working with that algorithm to optimize yeah. the ad spend. Whereas, unfortunately, most chiropractors, uh, I'm just going to talk about chiropractors in this regard, are randomly boosting things. Or they're saying, I got a $300 ad budget, but they have no strategy of where that $300 is going. They're just putting it towards an ad with no analytics or not monitoring it. Then the $100 is up and they look at it as like, oh, that sucked. You know, that didn't really work. Am I right in saying uh, that type of stuff? And and that's what really you guys are honing in on? Absolutely. The most expensive money you're going to spend on marketing is the marketing that has no skill and no plan behind it. For example, when you think in terms of a brand response marketing campaign, the objective is not to get leads, Mm -hmm. right? So you think you might think, oh, well, that's wasted money. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. I can measure. Hey, look, uh, we did a case study last month on a client came in and we spent $839. For $839, it cost us 17 cents to get a 100% video view of a three-minute video. Now, we got 5,000 of those. Okay. So 5,000 people in four weeks watched 100% of that video. That doesn't mention the 20, uh, I think it was 23,000 other people that fell in a different part of like, maybe they only saw 50%, 25% and so on and so forth. But the one that's really exciting is there's 5,000 people that watched 100% of that content. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a win and that's a part of the strategy but there's, there's a lot of people that will say, okay, well, their expectation for what marketing online should be is like, hey, I just want to put money and patients come in the door. Yeah. I think even that person, if they just sat back and like thought about it, they're like, that's unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I know. This isn't a magic wand. Yeah. Right? These are 
still people on the other end. What do we expect when we go for short-term objectives like that? What do we expect? Do we expect that to really work? So I guess to kind of sum it up, if you spend your money just to get a lead or just to, and you don't understand the strategy, you're really wasting your money. And if you have somebody that doesn't buy into the long-term as well as the short-term, then they're wasting your money too. I think where that stems from, and I could be wrong, I, I understand the psychology of chiropractors uh, over the 13 years of practicing. I, you know, A lot of chiropractors have built their practice on going to health fairs or flea markets and doing spinal screenings. And I'm not going to get on that, but what they, they've always had this plan. It's like, okay, I'm going to do an h- afternoon at the market. I'm going to get 40 people that sign up and schedule, and then... 20 are going to show up and eight are going to be new patients and I'm going to make this kind of money. So they, they're going to register and pay for this table and do this. They expect to see like the lead thing and they've got it all broken down. And I think they just kind of transplanted that from that to Facebook is like, well, if I'm going to give you $839, I want a thousand leads. And then, you know, 25 are going to actually schedule and then 10 are going to come in and I'm going to see $10,000, right? Like, I think that's what's happening a little bit. Yeah. And by the way, so uh, about four years ago, I started out in this business by consulting chiropractors. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, and so the reason I got, I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years and I've always done the sales and the marketing for the businesses that I was in. Mm-hmm. When I started working with chiropractors, it was cool because we could help them really quickly in certain parts of their business. Yeah. But this right here was really like, it was a big, it was a big problem. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I, tackled that head on. And, you know, it was not easy at first because even I had this expectation of what it should be like, you know, the longer I did it, the more I understood, Hey, wait a minute, hold on. We're attempting to recreate human psychology and we can't do that. We have to build relationships with people. And the reason that screens and things look like that is because you get to see the person face to face Mm -hmm. and we all get a feeling when we meet people. And so that feeling translates into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. When we're online, we have to reverse engineer that process to the point to where people are like, Hey, you know that Kevin, he's a pretty great guy. You know, did you see that thing? Hey, I want to share this. Mm -hmm. So I understand why they have that. And I guess the one takeaway, the one thing I would ask chiropractors specifically to do, and by the way, it's not just chiropractors. Oh, it's every, every, and I can only speak, to the medical profession. Cause that's mm-hmm. where I really spend my time, but pretty much everybody feels like there's magic rules to online marketing. Technically that can be true, but at a human level, there is no difference. So your instincts are as good as mine when it comes to how to build a strategy online. So people will know, like, and trust you. Perfect. I like it. Um, you mentioned video and video views. Are there other strategies that you recommend some chiropractors? I'm going to two-part question here. Are there other strategies, and you can answer in whatever order, that you recommend chiropractors do with Facebook? That's the first question. And two, if you've got a client or a chiropractor that's out there that's interested in working with you, that's just absolutely terrified of video, just not going to do it, or mm-hmm. is, you know, is open to it but is scared to it, like, what, do you, what do you say to that potential chiropractic client? I'll talk about a couple other objectives. So there is obviously engagement. Like you can put written content out like you were talking about. You can do that. It's the heyday right now when it comes to video. It's great. Yeah. It's just so cheap. Yep. You know? And effective. And it's so (laughs) tough. 
so targeted, it's so effective, it's yeah. so good. So yes, you can do engagement, right? Yeah. You can post stuff, you can get people to read. Case studies would mm-hmm. be another way. So you can kind of position your stuff so it's more about your results than it is about you. You know, you never want to talk about yourself, say, hey, I'm so great and amazing and cool. Yeah. So that's not what your case studies are about. But if you can say, hey, I helped this person with this problem, and you tell their story, mm-hmm. it thereby reflects pretty good on you. Makes so sense. that would be one. If you don't want to be on video, that would be one thing. Okay. The other thing I would say, there is a way to, the reason people don't like to be on video mm-hmm. is because of uh, talking head. Like yeah. they really think that, okay, well, video means that I got to get on camera, talk to the phone, and that's awkward, and I don't want to do that. Well, the best way to hack that is to put that doctor in his or her natural element. Okay. For example, again, back to the watch me do style video. Yeah. The reason those watch me do style videos are so effective is not only because we demonstrate, get curiosity and interest Mm -hmm. is because we unlock the awkward nature of people being on video because now it's just, Hey, treat the patient. Do do whatever in inside the realms of HIPAA, okay? Yeah. But treat the patient, do the thing you do every single day and just be natural. And all of a sudden another person gets in the video and now that video became less awkward to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I just say to me the hack is the fix. And when I'm working with clients, I'm like, look, just get somebody else in the video with you. Yeah. Boom, it'll change everything. Yeah. And when I work with some strategy on chiropractors and talk to them about it as as I really try to get them to just overcome the fear. Like, just do it. You're going to be fine. You don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to be perfect at it. You'll get better, just like public speaking. But but do video. It's it's that worthwhile. And I like what you're talking about. It's kind of like documenting what you do, and you'll be surprised at how effective that can be. One thing we started doing recently is we implemented video analysis and of walking and running for some of our athletes the software allows you to do like a screen share where you're talking through this analysis and I got approval of the patient and I, and I'm putting, I'm doing like 55 second ones for Instagram and regular ones for, and it's just me breaking down like why this foot dysfunctions there. And people are starting to talk about it a little bit and it's just, yeah. I'm getting a little different, you know, we'll do treatment ones, we'll do different things like that, but it, it falls within that same category. What you're talking about is, yeah. is show what you do and, and you'll be surprised with how effective that'll be. So there's certain people on YouTube that have, as far as chiropractors, that have big following yep. and they'll have people fly in from across the country yeah. because they've seen them do the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the reality is, is there's probably a person within driving range yes. that is very qualified and very skilled. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't take the time to produce that content and position yourself, shame on you. You know, those, those other people are going to reap the benefits mm-hmm. of providing great content. So mark my words, 18 months, 24 months from now, the people that go all in on these strategies, these brand response marketing strategies, those Mm. people are going to be the ones that truly have a foothold Mm. in their marketplace. I'm so bought into that and I've seen the proof. It's incredible. Yeah. You can turn yourself into a a mini uh, media company on your own in the sense of like you as the educator in the community. And then it just comes, I always say is like, for me first, I try to be an educator in my community and try to help people help themselves and give them good content. we do a lot of different content marketing strategies. And then when they do hurt themselves or when they do uh, value what we do for maintenance or whatever it is, they will come in. Right. And so 
if you get the information out there and you have a really well-developed and, you know, and it's creative, but at the same time, it's consistent, you get that out there, you're going to see the rewards of it. But in video, like you said, is just truly the number one thing to do right now, as far as the, the social media marketing. There's another platform that people should consider and that's YouTube. Yeah. Not only organically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because organically it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Your videos should be over four minutes. Okay. okay. And yep. anything you post organically should go onto YouTube and help your SEO. Yeah. But not only that paid on YouTube, I tell you what, it's probably depending on the market you're in, and especially if you're nationwide, oh my gosh, definitely be on YouTube. Yeah. But even locally, mm-hmm. YouTube is giving Facebook a run for their money. And their stats, their data, by the way, to mm-hmm. me, is more powerful than what Facebook is doing right now. So Interesting. Uh, YouTube is the one that people are not talking about. Okay. So uh, obviously Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Is there any other platforms you're really liking or are you doing pretty good with those three? AdWords. But yeah. we use AdWords a little bit differently than most people. We're not as much on the paid search, but the display network for building audiences. Okay. Right? So that actually right now, that is cheap. Mm-hmm. And you might think, okay, well, how many clicks are you really going to generate? It's not about the clicks. It's about the audiences you can build and then remarket yeah. to when they go on these other platforms. Mm-hmm. Right? That's really where the power comes in. It's not that expensive. Yeah. Um, if you're dealing with a, a small budget, then you're not going to want to do it. But if you have a dynamic marketing strategy, I tell you what, that'll be fuel for the fire. Perfect. What are some things you would consider a dynamic strategy? Yeah. So a dynamic strategy to me is when you see a platform working, Mm -hmm. you say, okay, so for example, you have Facebook that's working and you say, right now we're spending enough money on Facebook. So we're spending one in one condition. So it's spinal decompression. Mm -hmm. We've got an audience size of 300,000 people. So we're spending $2,000 a month just in that one thing. Well, it makes more sense to fuel that one thing that's already working from these different areas. So I might stack on $500 in the display network, mm-hmm. and then I might, might stack on another $500 in YouTube remarketing. Okay. To me, that's dynamic. That is a campaign to where it's like, man, I'm seeing this company, this person everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then you really get into the conversation of that person. That way, when it's time to convert, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, I mean, I don't need a deal from that person. I know that person knows their stuff because yeah. I've seen them everywhere. So that's where you start. When you start getting more dynamic, that means that you're using a strategy to build audiences, create awareness, and like help you with your overall conversions. Because at the end of the day, how much money am I going to spend? Yeah. And this is not in a month, over the long term, in a, in a year. Yeah. In marketing. And what does that come back as far as lift and return, like return on Aspen plus lift. Have you ever heard the term lift? No, explain that to us. So I had a client like six months ago. They said, hey, we don't have time to call any of our leads. This is really not working out. I think we're going to quit and mm-hmm. you know not use your services anymore. I say, okay, that's fine. And they were seeing on average about 30 new patients a month. Mm-hmm. Well, the next month they saw 18. The month after that, they saw nine. <laughs> She called me up. She goes, I don't know what was going on, what was happening, but the only thing we can think of that changed was we quit marketing with you guys two months ago. Yeah, We got to get started again. And so we turned it back on the next month. She, they went back up to 15 and then they went right back up to 30. Lyft is 
the growth that you get that you can't really measure. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, people are going to see your ads and they're going to be driving by your business. And they're going to be like, oh, that's the chiropractor clinic I've seen online. Hmm. And then they're going to be driving by it the next day and they'll be like, I need to stop in. You know, just as well as I do, mm-hmm. it's, it's very rare that people will say, so how did you hear about us? Yeah. You know? So we, we call it Lyft and we, and we try and measure, hey, what's been the growth of your clinic over the last three years? Mm-hmm. What's your objective? What's your goal? And then, you know, after six months, we say, okay, well, where are we at as far as response? Where are we at as far as Lyft? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Lyft, we measure the difference between the response and the waterfall gain, right? So if they've been growing by 3%, we get this goal plus all this stuff. That's the lift. Okay. That makes sense. Cause I think a lot of people are only focused on the ROI and sometimes you can't measure all of it. Uh, Having a very good comprehensive strategy and doing some of the, the strategies that you're mentioning will, will get you busy anyway. (laughs) So that's perfect. Right. People will walk in the door. People will call your clinic. People will set up appointments online. Absolutely. Good stuff. So um, let's summarize everything we talked about a little bit. You know, chiropractor wants to, to work with you. What are, uh, in a nutshell, some of the things that you're doing and kind of onboarding them and getting them going? What I like to do is something I call a blueprint call. Okay. And in the same breath, I will say we have proven funnels and campaigns. You know, when it comes to brand response marketing, there's a strategy that I don't have to reinvent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to get on the phone with a person and do what's called a blueprint call. Okay. And in the blueprint call, I treat it the same way you treat a consultation with a patient, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, what have you tried? What hasn't worked? What offers have worked? What is your goal? Where would you like to go? And then I say, okay, well, great. Let me build this blueprint. Mm-hmm. Here it is. This is how we would do it. Explain it to them. And assuming we have a mutual fit, and the right expectations, then we move forward. If people wanted to try out a blueprint call, I do those for free. All you have to do is go to www.25thwest. In the top left or right-hand corner, there's a button that says blueprint call or set up a blueprint call, schedule blueprint call. Mm -hmm. And you just click on that, fill out your information, and uh, we'll schedule time to hop on a call. Perfect. That's good. And then... um... Anything else you want to kind of mention as far as uh, you got a, you got an audience of quite a few chiropractors watching this, uh, anything that uh, you feel like could, they could learn before we sign off? No, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on here with you, buddy. Uh, Kevin, this is a great thing. I mean, hopefully this has been valuable. You know, hopefully people can reevaluate their marketing and say, Hey, is my strategy just a short term offer mm-hmm. or do I have a long term relationship and brand? in conjunction with the whole thing. You know, obviously you can't just only build a relationship. You do need to ask for business, but if your strategy, you know, does both components, brand response and direct response, definitely you can grow and scale real big. Yeah. That's what I wanted them to hear too, because I do think there's a lot of people making a mistake out there where they're purely content, where it's just all content with no goal, no niche, no call to action, no direct response. Like, like it's just, it's kind of, it's like random acts of content, which uh, Robert Rose of Content Marketing Institute mentioned one before. Where he just kind of, there's no real strategy behind it and there's no call to action. And then you've got chiropractors on the other end of it, which they're just spamming the hell out of everybody. And there's yeah. no strategy behind it. There's no usefulness. There's just nothing that's of yeah. substance. And so what, what you mentioned today and discussed was really meeting those in the middle to have an effective and, and an elegant marketing strategy that's going to get you out there. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. So I just say, look at your marketing yeah. and uh, own it. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't abdicate it to somebody, own it, understand what you're doing, buy into it. You have to be more excited about it than I am. I get excited about marketing, mm-hmm. but when I work with a client, man, I want them more excited than I am about their own thing. Yeah. That way it works, you know? So get excited, be strategic, be smart, I guess. That's all, that's all I got to say. Perfect. Thank you. You you left the information how they can reach you. I'll put this will be on the virtual summit software as well. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you in the future. And then maybe someday in the not too distant future, I'll come out there and we'll meet. Sounds good, man. That'd be awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.